It's 11.02 Central Standard Time, and welcome to the Duke of Pipso podcast, coming to you live from the Blue Door Pub in Terminal 1, Concourse A, at the tram stop between gates C-28 and A-1 at Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport. I'm Matt. And I am Martin. And now, if we ever eat a blue sea again before getting on an airplane, let's be sure to wear a diving helmet until our garlic and blue cheese breath dissipates. I'm just never going to eat one of those because it has weird stuff on it. Okay. I... That... You can put that on the list of the least surprising announcements uh, that you you were going to make. You're welcome. Okay. Well, that leads me to our new segment, Matt. Yeah. Something you didn't know about me. Yeah. Um, so this week, I'm going to give you a little bit. This is my theme music, by the way, also, if you didn't know it. Um, I'm going to give you a little bit of info maybe about something that you didn't know about me. So it was, I think, oh, I was probably in my sophomore year of college, Matt, right? Okay. And I had a friend who'd graduated the year before and who lived in Bloomington because he was in graduate school at Indiana University, right? Okay, Bloomington, Indiana. Correct. Bloomington, Uh Indiana, not Bloomington, normal Illinois. No. So I drive down there Low, to hang no. out. You don't like Bloomington, North, Normal, Bl- Illinois? No, I'm just using like what the hip slang is, like blow no, blue no. Oh, okay. Cool. You know, like shampoo banana for champagne urbana, which is now... Shubo? Now they just say urbana champagne for some reason. Just they just decided I to I'm do confused, that. I've been confused the whole time he started talking. Okay. But, so I drive down there. We're going to like hang out. I'm on Christmas break. Just hang out for a couple days. And I get down there and they're like, hey, um, so he lived with his fiance and they're like, hey, uh, my fiance's grandfather died um, and we have to go to the funeral. And I'm like, that's weird. Like, why didn't you tell me like this was happening? I didn't have to come. And they're like, no, it's fine. Like he we knew he was going to die. Uh, you're just going to come with us. It'll be fine. We'll go down there and then come back. I'm like, really? Like, this seems really inappropriate. Um, what did you wear? That's a great question. And you don't so know. Like, Look, I don't have anything to wear. Like, I have, like, a horse T-shirt and, like, one sock, basically, is what I packed. Because I was packing by myself. And that's right. just what I would pack. Yep. And they're like, don't worry, we have a couple suits and they'll fit you. And I'm like, no, they won't. Like, the guy was like 6'3". And he's like, no, they're your size. So sure enough, they have a suit. It's from Brooks Brothers. It fits me. Okay. Like, this is weird, but whatever. So I go to the funeral. I'd be pumped. I know. I mean, that means excited. Yeah. I'm sitting in the funeral and... The fiance, who's the grandchild, is like, oh, by the way, we're in the church. She's like, oh, by the way, um, that's my grandfather's suit. The dead guy. Uh-huh. Right. Yep. So I'm like, what? And now, and, and like, she's oh, like, this- you're giving the eulogy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So 
this was pretty alarming. And it's there are not that many people there. And we're right on the aisle, not in near the sort of near the front, because they're like the family, and I'm just like their weird friend wearing the guy's suit who's right. dead. So everybody at this point, I'm convinced, has seen me in the suit and knows it's the dead guy's suit. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm here. So we go to the funeral, and then afterwards, the grandmother, who's very much still alive, I see her coming over to talk to me, and I'm like, I don't even know what to do. Yeah. Um, Run. And she's like, the suit looks great on you. Um, I have two more that I'm going to give you. Whoa. So I got four suits from Brooks Brothers. Wow. Um, that just off the rack fit me when I was 20. Yeah. They don't fit me anymore. But No, no. Nothing pretty, fits me that I wore when I was 20. Pretty amazing. Maybe a hat. And... Shoes. I, I don't recommend wearing the dead guy's suit to his funeral, um, but I've done it and it turned out okay. Well, I have to I have to be honest and say that I thought you were going to say that someone was going to see you wearing the suit and like they were going to maybe not be cognitively fully there and be like Ernest, Ernest, and like think that you were like the grandfather. Like a ghost oh, or yeah. something. So, I mean, it could have been a lot. It could have been, it could have been beyond even the level of of excitement that there was already. That's very true. But I mean, that's. I'd be so. Did you wear any of the suits ever again? Oh yes, I wore. At least to two weddings, I wore one of the suits. That you know that I had during like the twenty to twenty four, maybe my I might have worn it to their wedding when they got married. One of the suits, I think I did. Well, you should have. Yeah. So, and then when you next quest, like let's say you know, I don't know if this happened, although I feel like it did. Like one time, your mom was like, like you were asleep. And your mom very early in the morning took your car to get it detailed. And they were like, yeah, we found all these, you know, here's all the stuff that was in there. And there's these suits. Your mom was like, Martin, where'd you get these beautiful Brooks Brothers suits? And you were like, mom, come on, give me a break. Like, I, yeah, I went and got them from, you know, Joe down at Brooks Brothers and the rookery downtown. Come on. You know? Yeah. The only on, problem with that is they were clearly not close to the year's style. Oh, okay. They were still pretty stylish. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, you know, they weren't the most outlandish Brooks Brothers suits, which are probably pretty conservative anyway. Right, right. (laughs) That's the whole point. If you bought it in 1984 and it's, you know, not moth-ridden, it's okay. Wow. That's a good one. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Well, uh, I see you have this tree here. Yeah, the tree uh, of honor. Okay, and I, I, Matt, I would like to tell you what we're going to be doing as it is December, right? And the tree of honor celebrates the ending of the year, right? We are going to now honor the tree by decorating it with various curios. Okay, then now those think about like decorating a Christmas tree. This is. The same thing, except we don't, it's not to celebrate a religious holiday. 
No. You know, we're non-affiliated. You're saying the tree of honor is to honor a tree? That's what you said. Yeah, but you're not seeing the forest through the trees on this one. I'm just making tree analogies so you understand the importance of this. Yeah, that that did not help. But okay, let's keep let's keep moving. Yeah. I, so, I I for are, example, I'll you start. You gave I, me an, an assignment which I completed. Yeah, I have uh, my, my three first my curios. first curio. I'm mean, just going to tell you a little bit about it. Um, I have here. This is a hair from Bob Weir. It was taken from him on his twelfth birthday on my twelfth birthday. July 18th, 1989. I bought this in the parking lot of the Little Caesars Arena, November 24th, 2017. Okay. It's encased in a limited edition dream catcher that's made out of moon rock. And it is a limited edition numbered to 1,102 out of 3,333. And this symbolizes following your passion and just starting extreme core workouts once you turn 75. Okay. All right. So what I want to do is just give up, okay? Because I wasn't, I was not prepared for you to come at me like that. That was your, that was your first one? That was number one, yes. <sighs> all right. Well, all right. My first one is a plunger. Okay. Good. I'm really hoping that this doesn't continue going like this. But I just want to, I thought, you know, it's a testament to, you know, simplicity, but also, you know, nothing is more important than your pipes running, you know, for a variety of reasons. And, you know, we need those things to work, and when they don't, you know, sometimes just we need an easy and, well, not easy, but a, a simple solution. Uh, there's elegance and simplicity, and I thought, you know, you know, what with the show and everything, you know, that was, was appropriate. So that's my first one. We're not going to get cholera. I hope not. Good. Well, I know, if the plumbing oh. works correctly you should oh, right. not yeah that's what i'm saying yeah, so made good. me nervous there that was a that's a disease no one wants no um so my next curio matt i was up you've been up there we've been up there together in this area i was up in ely minnesota a few years back and i saw this old iron miner who used to work at this mine up there and it closed down in 1867 and then he's like, I don't know what to do, but he opened this small amusement park up, up there, right? And it turned out everybody in the town thought it was haunted. And then these teens came into town and then found out that the old miner was actually dressing up as this lake creature to scare people away in some sort of insurance scam. It was weird. <clears throat> but he, during his time at the mine fell the 63-foot jack pine. It was the largest one out there in the Boundary Waters canoe area wilderness. And he made a music box out of it. And when you opened the music box, well, first he made the music box and then obviously destroyed the rest of the tree. 
when you open the music box, just a lonely voice cries out. And he told me it's to remind us of the tyranny of the majority. And sometimes, Matt, you need to listen to the lonely voice in the wilderness. Wow. Were you just were you just breaking up there? Were you like getting choked up? Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. Especially with, you know, I don't know how to, re- how to square that with this insurance scam that he got found out about. You are just blowing me away with this. Alone, you open the music box and a lonely voice talks to you. That yes, I, okay, yes. okay. I told you it's much more than just you know ornaments. It's I didn't like know. Yeah, Chewbacca. You know. Okay, the last time I was in the Boundary Waters, I heard a wolf howl at night. I oh. thought that was pretty cool. Yes, that would be cool. It might have just been. A music box that, it could I, have like, been. that I rolled when I was trying to f- sleep on the ground that I rolled onto. You'll know it, if there's like a half acre of forest that's completely, you know, cut down, that's where of, you'll find of it. Of jack pines? Yes. My, exactly. Well, the, my second curio is this razor blade. So I... It's be careful. I, well, why do you think that I don't know? See, that's of course I know it's sharp. Okay, I don't need your like legal lawyer warning on there telling me that it's sharp. Okay, I know that, but you know, don't be afraid of using the right tool and don't be afraid of using the sharp knife. You're 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 not going to get hurt just cuz you're using something sharp okay i like to use this on my cast iron pan when i'm cleaning it you know i just i lightly scrape the bottom of the pan to get the cuz it's pretty it's pretty nonstick but sometimes like bacon or something if they cured it using some like corn syrup or something it'll burn onto the bottom, so I just scrape it right off, wash it off, put a little oil on there, and bam, it's good to go. But uh, I thought that w- I thought it would look good on the tree, you know, and I mean, you know, yeah, it's, it's sharp, but so what? It's totally fine. I understand. Hold on, Matt. Um, do you remember Marmat? Yeah, yeah. He wanted to jump in here. He had something he wanted to add. Hold on. Oh, Happy no. Tuesday, gentlemen. It is Marmac. I hope your week went well. I have a warning. The curio with the lock of Bob Weir's hair is cursed. Also, keep an eye out for the 2024 Duke of Pixel Walt calendars. They are an extremely limited edition and they will be delivered this week. Select listeners only. Terms and conditions apply. Wow. I... Guess I'm not too upset about the cursed locket of Bob Weir's hair because the calendars are coming out. But I, I have, have no idea what Marmat said in the first part of that. Something oh. about a curse or something? Yes. The locket of Bob Weir's hair, which is we're honoring the tree with, is cursed, according oh, to God. Marmat. Oh, no. Yeah. So 
I'm it's, not worried about it. I don't yeah, believe in curses. No. You know what I mean? No. Well, wh- yeah. how, why would you? You're a Cubs fan. You know for sure there are no curses. That's BS. That's, that's exactly right. And, now, this you know, next one. Hold Marmad on. Is, Marmad is just, is just AI. It's just some AI BS. He doesn't know anything. That's I wouldn't say that, Matt. Okay, That's well, pretty I'm... dangerous language. Well, okay. Okay. Just saying. My my final curio here, Matt. Okay. Um this is a ten to one working model of a nineteen ninety-two Chevy Caprice police interceptor. It's a V eight, five thousand seven hundred and thirty-three cubic centimeters, you know. 205 horsepower, 300 foot-pound of torque. It's got it all, Matt. Yeah. And it's working. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, it's drivable? Well, the engine works. It has. It's only the engine, but oh. it works. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's, it's an LT, it's also Chevy LT1 small block? Yeah, it's one-tenth the original size. That's the other thing. But same horsepower. Still big. Yeah. Yeah, it, now... If you could get the same size out of an engine, excuse me, same horsepower out of a naturally aspirated engine that size, Martin, you would you would win the Nobel Prize. Well, for sure. you should congratulate Marmat because Marmat built it. Wow. This is, Matt, to remind us never to settle. Always aim for the best and never lower expectations. Never. Wow. That's awesome. I now I'm embarrassed about what I said about Marmat. So, okay, my third curio is this. Uh, it's a it's a psilocybin capsule. Okay, so it's you know a mushroom that's been dried and ground up and put into a capsule, so you can take it like medicine. Uh, it's it's what it's the. Comp- component of magic mushrooms so it if you take it in enough quantity it has you know some effects uh, psychedelic Uh, if you take only a little bit they call it microdosing Um, but I'm I'm putting it on here because it's a reminder of of medicine so the concept of medicine you know sometimes medicine isn't you know uh, Voltaris or some whatever BS ad there is on, which I'll talk about in another episode, but sometimes it's just the humble plant growing. Okay. And maybe it's even inside of you already. Maybe the psilocybin is, isn't really necessary to get you to, to discover your true self. Um, I, I hear my own my theme song coming on here. Um, wasn't expecting that, Martin. Just, you know, we're just messing around. I thought you were, you know, I thought it was supporting what you were saying about medicine. Yeah. And explo- exploration. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's move on to 33, if that's all right with you. Sure, no problem. Uh, um, I mean... I put- ha- have we decorated the tree of honor? We to can't honor the tree any more than we have. Yeah, I, w- I can't think of how we could. Um, 
yeah, I felt yours were really well thought out, and you need to give yourself less of a hard time, Matt. Okay. All right. So I just wasn't expecting yours. Your whole your whole shtick today has been just a plus. So let's see I if you can keep are it not going. Gonna like it. People are not going to like it, but thank you. Let's keep it. See if you can keep it going in thirty three. Okay, I have a number. Eleven. I've just slipped out. Eleven. Yes. Yes, it was eleven. Okay. Correct. Um, I'll go first. I'm ready. I'll receive. Okay. All right. Steve Martin. Well, let me tell you something about Steve Martin. I think I brought this up. Maybe I didn't bring it up on here. But if I haven't, He's doing this comedy tour next summer called The Dukes of Comedy, which I think is a clear ripoff of The Dukes of Pipso. And I feel like I can say this on the air because I sent a letter to his represent representatives telling them about this, and I got no response, which means now we can do whatever we want. Correct. Bill Murray. I was just watching Groundhog Day the other day. And it's pretty spectacular. Um, really, really like him in his movies. There is he might be problematic, but I don't know. Um, he's from Chicago. Uh, officially on the podcast, we have no problems with him in terms of using our name, image, or likeness. Okay, Eddie Murphy. I remember Beverly Hills Cop when it came out and people were going crazy about it. Um, That was my thing. And then I guess I realized he did Saturday Night Live after that, I think, because he did Saturday Night Live before and I was too little to even really realize what was going on. But I don't think that was his best in any way, really. It was good, but like, you know, Trading Places, which is a classic holiday movie. Just one watched of the it last night. Um, definitely, I think we both would highly recommend it. That could be a different episode, though. I do think Eddie Murphy is sort of slacked off recently, to put it nicely. You got to get back in the game, man. Yeah, he's got a new movie coming out. The Christmas so. movie? Uh, I don't. I think it's a Beverly Hills Cop, like seven or something. Okay, well that better be good. He has some He'll, Christmas movies. He won the Mark out. Twain Prize. He just won it. Anyway, that's not for anything new. Uh, Bill Murray is not. Let's just. I just want to make this clear. He is not from Chicago. If we're gonna, oh, this is a yes. Chicago podcast, and not, you know neither are either you or I. But let's be clear. He's from Wilmette. Okay. Right. Right. Um, okay. Good job, Martin. Thank you. Thank you. Matt, are you ready? I am. Jam. Um I think I prefer it to jelly. I, I like I like it's a little more has a little more fruit, real fruit in it. I like it a little better than jelly. Marmalade. Uh I I it's to my understanding is that marmalade is just like 
doesn't really exist. But I think it, I think the only flavor you can get in it is orange, and I think only Paddington the bear eats it. I think it's like the weird cheeses and stuff uh, in uh, Wallace and Gromit that British preserves preserves. Uh, that's just you know that you're just getting too you know full of yourself. It's just jelly. Just come on. So give marmalade. It a, give it a rest. You were you were close. Marmalade is actually made out of eucalyptus leaves. Ugh. Which is why bears eat it. Okay. Um, you lost all your points on the last answer when you started to, you know, back well, talk. Yeah, because you, you know, you're offended because you're British. You're yeah, offended. No back talk. Okay. If you were all at right. a stodgy British school, I'd take you into the office, but I can't. Well, I just I'd pull out a guitar and just start jamming, and like. I'd sing like Jimi Hendrix and then I'd, the movie would end. So, all yeah. right. All right. Uh, real quick before we get to Haraz and Hazaz, Matt. Oh, yeah. Hold on one second. Hello. I believe you have a letter for me. I hope you have a letter for us. We want to hear from you for our future episode emails, mailbag. We want to hear from you. You might make it on the podcast. You can email us at dukepipso at gmail.com or get a hold of us another way. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Nice. Sorry, just taking care of some business there. So let's get into hurrahs and huzzahs, Matt. Let's do it. Um, I have a hurrah this week. And again, this is the good one. On Saturday night, I went to the Riviera to see Joe Russo's Almost Dead perform. It was awesome. Yes. But I wanted to give a special hurrah to the concert fans there. We were sort of in the way back in sort of the upper left section. And I had bought earlier today on sort of a neighborhood Christmas walk type thing, I had bought... uh, Thanksgiving sweater vest, which I wore to the concert, and people loved it. I'm not joking. I had at least three or four people the first time I went out during the first set mention it to me. More people on the way back mention it to me. And then the next time I went out, every bit in a section loved it. People were so into it. It made my day. And they're like, did you make that? No, you know, I couldn't have imagined it going better. It was impossible. It just is nice to know that people respect a good fit. You know what I mean, Matt? Yeah, and that you haven't lost your, like, your, like, crazy outfit mojo, you know? Yes, thank you. Because, you know, I agree. Like, it's not just the, I mean, the fit, the whole, it's the whole thing, like, you you know, if I dress like that, everyone, no one would like it because they'd be like, that guy isn't funny. He doesn't think that's funny. Someone made him do that. But you, you, you love that. And it radiates from you, from your chakra. Thank you. And if you are listening right now and you check our Instagram account, that's Duke of Pipso, all one word, you can see me in the vest right now it's on there wow 
Well, real time. I hate to bring it down, you know, to the left of the table. Uh huh. I I hate to bring it down to the huzzah level, but you know, oh yeah, part of the show. Yeah, my huzzah goes to the NBA in season tournament. Um, so I keep seeing, you know, I've been seeing ads for it. I don't know how long it's been going on. It feels like it's been going on since July. Uh, I don't have any idea what it is. Now, you know, I will say that I live in a media market where we don't, there's not a lot of NBA. The Wizards are our team, but they're really bad. And like most NBA teams, they only play on cable. They never play on national TV, not unlike the Bulls, since they're so bad. But so nobody really ever talks about the NBA, really, unless they're watching, you know, and I don't, I don't, I don't watch it that much because I, right now I'm in like a college thing. So I don't know what it means. It's, I I think this is just a ripoff of Harry Potter. Like where there's the different houses and you know how like 10 years ago or maybe like 25, whatever, who's counting, I'm old. Like all of a sudden, like every school had like you were in a different house, like the house of like, you know, Gryffindor and all that, whatever. And it was like a way for people to compete and get excited about stuff like and like I'm not here for that. Like I'm not British. I'm not. I I will watch soccer, but I don't understand any of the how the league works or anything. I'm that's not how it's supposed to work. You're you play the season, you get the best record. Yeah, there's like 50 teams that get into the playoffs now, but we don't need some weird thing in the middle of the season where they're playing for some cup or whatever. That's just dumb. Anyway, and they don't explain it very well. And it's just a marketing reason to market more crap. Like, you know, come on, really? Like, we're that's diluting it. So, huzzah with a Z, two Zs to you. But Martin, I do want to say, just we are so grateful to all our listeners. We need your support behind our humble little engine that could, the Duke of Pipso podcast. So thank you, and please do reach out to us with some viewer mail because we love feedback, and keep your eyes peeled for that calendar. And also, I need everyone to do this. If you're listening right now, I need you to tell five people about the podcast and then make sure that they tell five people about the podcast and so on. If you don't do this, you're going to have 11 years of bad luck. Yep. So until then. It's time. It was time for us to go there. We're going to close out here and we will see you next time. Time for the Duke of Pipsos.